Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, June 16th, 2019, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. And we have many things going on this week, so let's start. Right now, we have uh, a day chock full of astrological aspects that are relatively important. Um, One of them is the Jupiter-Neptune square that I mentioned last week and spoke of because it formed the basis of a T-square a week ago that we had and then went into a grand cross. So the effects of Jupiter and Neptune are that we are inspired, we are intuitive, we are dipping into the spirit world, we are working with our imagination, our creativity. Jupiter's in its own sign of Sag. Neptune's in its own sign of Pisces. So they are both at home and they are in their mutable signs, which is flexibility and versatility. And this is all about really experiencing the intuitive, the the faith aspects of Jupiter and Neptune. Now, last week we had the sun involved, and then the moon got involved, and that was a bit of a tedious thing that we had, Um, but like I was saying last week, it was in the middle of the night, and um, Jupiter and Neptune were not in exact aspect yet until today, when it was at 11.18 a.m., Eastern time, and they tend to be, they're going to hang around together for a little while because everybody is at this 18 degree point. And the interesting thing is that, you know, Saturn is somewhat involved as well because Jupiter, Saturn, and Neptune are all at 18. And Saturn is at 18 Capricorn, which is actually making a lovely aspect to Neptune. And so they've been talking to each other rather nicely. And that is so that they can kind of, you know, help us determine the difference between what is stable and grounded and in reality, and then what is intuitive and sensitive and creative and what we feel is a true sense of intuition that is actually pushing us forward because Saturn's in Capricorn, it does want to move forward. So when Saturn and Neptune are working together, it's a good thing because it feels like we have this uh, balance between what is intuitive, what what is something we know inherently, deeply, profoundly, and Saturn helps us see it in our world and in our reality. Now, that's actually very good. And the fact that Jupiter and Neptune are talking to each other is actually very good too, because we are highly intuitive right now. We are highly sensitive right now. And Saturn being connected to all of that is helping us sort of manifest things a little more easily. However, Mercury is involved too, because Mercury is in the sign of cancer. And so it's making a lovely relationship to Neptune. So both Saturn and, and Mercury are having these nice relationships to Neptune, which then means that Saturn and Mercury are talking to each other. So 
on the one hand, Mercury, which is the planet of communication and articulation and speech and thoughts and it, in the sense that it's trining Neptune, which is a smooth astrological aspect and gives us easy access to intuitive things, to our creativity, to our imagination, to our inspiration, to our ideas. It's Saturn is getting a, an opposition from Mercury. So there's that, which is only happens, well, it happens once a year, provided that Mercury does not go retrograde and keep opposing Saturn, which it's not going to do. Um, it's going to retrograde, it just won't keep opposing Saturn. Um, but what's happening is, this is a, this, there's a whole lot of aspects today. So, so there's, you know, the Mercury portion of this, which is the intellect and the intelligence and the articulation and the thoughts. And the thoughts are going between, wow, I'm really bummed. Like I'm having a bummer, bummer of a moment, which is the Mercury opposite Saturn, which happened this morning, Eastern time. And then there's all of this, but I'm inspired, but I'm, you know, I have ideas, I, I have intuition. And so Mercury's bouncing between this experience of can I make this happen? Is this in reality? Why do I feel bummed? I'm my thoughts feel like they're being crushed by my brain. You know, Saturn and Mercury together aren't the best combination because they make us see the poor side of things, the the not so positive not so optimistic side of things. Saturn, Saturn's like pulls you back down if your balloon goes too high. Heaven forbid, Saturn just kind of pulls you back down. And sometimes it's important for the balloon to go high because if we don't have any imagination or optimism or foresight, then we aren't going to really be able to get anything done. We're going to feel like we're always in this stew of Mercury-Saturn, which is, you know, a bummer. <laughs> so the object of today's game has been to stay optimistic, listen to intuition, push it, push the envelope a little bit and try to be open to what the universe might be talking to us about. Because remember, Mercury is still talking to Neptune very nicely and Neptune and Jupiter are having this nice conversation and Saturn and Neptune are having this nice conversation. It's just that Mercury is talking to Saturn and they're not friendly. And Saturn saying, you know, it, this is one of those times when you may come up with something really inspired and creative and important and then, and you think it's great. And then Saturn comes in and says, are you crazy? <laughs> that's not, that's not what's happening. That's not what, that's not a good idea. Why are you trying to do that? And you can't listen to Saturn all the time. Sometimes it says to you, yeah, you know what, that, you know, the numbers don't work out. It's not really doable in this moment, but let's get some ideas going about how the numbers can work out. Um, Mercury Saturn is very practical and sometimes to a point of fault where we feel like we're just, we just had it. And, you know, it isn't just Mercury because Mars has been hanging out there too. So we know that Mercury, you remember what I said last week, Mars hits Saturn first and then Mercury hits Saturn. And I said, don't shoot first and ask questions later 
because Mars wants to shoot first and then Mercury's going to talk. So we don't want to do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> and Mars is ready to like, you know, start a fight or an argument or, or have a confrontation and Mercury's saying, wait a minute, we didn't think this through. And Saturn and Mercury are trying to work it out intellectually. And these are not easy aspects. Whenever we get in opposition to Saturn, it's always something kind of uh, ornery, <laughs> especially with Mars and then it's Mercury. And they aren't really happening in the way that we, like we want to like move and get things going and why are things so difficult? And, and you know, that's when we have to go back and use Mercury Saturn to ask ourselves the important questions. What am I missing here? What's, what am I not seeing about myself? Because it's an opposition. So it's not just the other person. And we really would like to see Saturn as the other person. Well, they're doing this and they're doing that. They're not. <laughs> they are a projection of what you, excuse me, what you are seeing. And what you are seeing is your own unconscious playing out in front of you. So when Mercury and Saturn start hanging out together in an opposition, after Mars and Saturn start hanging out together in an opposition, it's all sort of happening at the same time because Mercury and Mars are very close. It means that you're really looking at some projection of your own stuff and that you have to kind of sort this out. Now, remember that we're dealing with the nodes as well. So Saturn's on the south node and Mercury and Mars are on the north node. So what are we trying to pay attention to? We're trying to pay attention to the north node. So we really have to allow the optimism, allow the thoughts, allow the ideas, allow how to think about this and uncover something. Neptune is, Neptune is involved. Neptune is mystery. Neptune is not so much secrets, but the things that we need to discover, the undiscoverable, the things that are happening behind the scenes. Saturn's giving you a picture and it's, <laughs> we may think it's reality, but it's not always the truth. And if you read my blog a few weeks ago, I would talk about how reality can be a lie. And reality in front of us is not necessarily the truth. What's going on in your unconscious is what you have to really ask the questions of. Why am I seeing this and why am I bummed? Why am I seeing this and it doesn't seem like an optimistic thing to me? Where am I not getting myself to go forward? And those are the things that you have to start kind of go back to the drawing board about. So if something's not going the way you like it to, or you feel that you've got some obstacles, which we all get obstacles, Saturn and Mercury are going to show those obstacles to you. And it's up to you and Saturn and Mars and Mercury and Neptune and Jupiter <laughs> to see, uh, be transparent about it. Look at it from a spiritual viewpoint. Look at it from an intuitive viewpoint. Get creative about it. Uh, one of those viewpoints, maybe you're not particularly spiritual, but you are creative and intuitive. Um, you have to see this and without beating yourself over the head analytically for hours. See what is it that the other person's showing you that is actually a message about you. And everything is a projection. So what are they showing you that is showing you a message about you? If you can answer that question, then you're going to be able to unravel this. 
So that's that we've got some heavy duty things going on because Mars and Mercury are, are talking to each other and they're on the North node and we want to pay attention to that North node. They, on Tuesday, they are going to conjunct at noon Eastern time and Mars and Mercury are going to maybe help you get more action behind your ideas. Maybe get some ideas flowing that you are going to take action on, you know, all of that action, ideas, communication. But the thing that's hard here is that you are really looking at something that's, um, you know, that's something that's definitely a, a, a conundrum that's in the middle of being worked out. So if you're already working things out and you're not feeling things like this, well then great, then you're, you're on top of things. But, you know, things get tedious this week because Mars and Mercury conjunct on Tuesday and then they both aspect Pluto on Wednesday. So we're really talking about the big guns here. Mars and Mercury have moved from Saturn to Pluto. And I mentioned this last week, you know, we go from one to the other. Now, Mars to Pluto, Mars to talk about shooting first and asking questions later. Mars to Pluto is really where we want to shoot first, <laughs> not necessarily uh, ask questions because we think we're right. Um, so I would play it cool this week and take it one step at a time and start to really understand what's happening subconsciously, unconsciously in, in your brain. Um, lots happening because, okay, so we're at the full moon point. Tonight is a full moon. We're in the middle of the night. If you live in the Northern hemisphere and Eastern area. Um, but the moon is at 25 degrees Sagittarius and that is where it's going to be full. And that, that means the sun is at 25 degrees Gemini and you know, a full moon always raises the bar on things, but this full moon is opening the eclipse period. Ta-da! So we're right back to eclipses again. So we're, we, yeah, that was fast, right? January, it was like a minute ago that we had eclipses. Well, the eclipses are, we just, we just swung the door open. Tonight we're swinging that door open and this is like, it's like New Year's. Hey, it's like happy New Year. <laughs> open, swing open that door. Guess who's coming through? Eclipses. And, you know, two weeks from now, an eclipse. Four weeks from now, an eclipse. We're going to talk more about that. Because right now, though, we have to focus on what's happening. If the moon is in Sagittarius, the sun is in Gemini, this is all very mutable. And also, you know, again, again, what did I say? I said Jupiter's in Sag. So, you know, the moon is going to pass over Jupiter which it did this afternoon, Eastern time. And it's opening the door for you to see something. So Jupiter, Jupiter and Neptune are trying to enlighten us to what the conundrum that Saturn and Mars and Mercury are handing us. So if we can use our intuition and use some insight and stay patient with ourselves and open the door, we're going to get some really good answers. There's a treasure chest in there you know, between understanding what these ornery planets might be trying to tell us. So, 
and the orneriness is going to continue a little bit this week. Here's why. <laughs> not enough time, not enough hours in a day. Um, after we have this full moon tonight, the moon is going to go void right after we have the full moon. Going to go void in Sagittarius, and then tomorrow afternoon Eastern time, if you're where I am, it's morning, the moon is going to go into Capricorn. So, hey, guess what? The moon is in Capricorn tomorrow. So that means the moon is going to start dealing with Saturn and Pluto again. And the moon is going to get, you know, entangled with Mars and Mercury because, you know, the moon is in Capricorn. So he's, the moon's moving into the same region as Saturn and Pluto. And if Mars and Mercury in Cancer at the North Node, they're going to, it's all one big happy opposition. So Mars and Mercury are on one side of the seesaw and the moon and Saturn and Pluto are on the other side of the seesaw. So remember what I said last month. And if you watched my video on YouTube about the nodes, which I highly recommend you watch because we are hitting this point this week, the moon is touching Saturn and Pluto as an occultation, which means it is sort of eclipsing Saturn and Pluto, which means their lights go out, which means they, the feelings of transformation are not readily available to us. And we go, oh my God, what just happened? I thought I was transforming my life. I thought, what happened? They're not going away. They're just, you know, tuning out for a little bit. And since Saturn and Pluto have been moving apart because they're all retrograde, Tuesday night, the moon is going to occult Saturn, but it won't occult Pluto till about eight hours later on Wednesday morning. So they were like a half an hour apart last month, but this is not the way it is right now. So we are waiting to see what happens there. We've got some you know, lots of triggers this week to that Saturn-Pluto. We've got Mars, we've got Mercury, we've got the moon, and remember the seesaw. So now the nodes are involved. This is getting hot. And here we are provoking the very points that the eclipse is going to be coming to next month. So we have to watch this. Watch what happens these next few days. Pay attention, write things down, do some journaling, see how you feel. Because this is, we're in a hot time. And it's just, it's not even that the eclipses are coming. The eclipse, we're getting previews. Like we're watching the trailer this week. The trailer is being released. <laughs> and so when you pay attention to Mars and you pay attention to Mercury and they're at the north of, they're opposite Saturn. And then they're going to oppose Pluto on Wednesday. So Mars-Pluto is a hot-tempered aspect. Let's try not to have road rage. Let's try to drive calmly. Let's try to not lose our temper with our colleagues, our friends, our lovers, our family, our kids, our cats. <laughs> um, let's just all be just moving that Mars-Pluto energy. It's an exciting aspect. It's a passionate aspect. Get passionate about something. What are you passionate about in your life right now? This is the aspect of a breakthrough. Yeah, there's Saturn. But when we get to Pluto, remember what I've been saying all year. First comes Saturn. I don't think I can handle this. Then comes Pluto. Boom, I'm empowered. So pay attention to this because this is where we really can make a difference. Mars to Pluto is like pushing the envelope, getting the empowerment rolling, 
making it happen. So in these next days, so there's the, like the ornery that started last week. Ooh, you know, what, what is this? Neptune is smoothing it over. Thank you, Neptune. The spirit guides are with us. So we're being shown something. Open your mind. Do a meditation. Open your heart. There is an answer here. If you're not seeing it, look a little harder. Be present a little more. Go deeper. Go deeper because if planets are affecting Pluto as they are, and I'm looking at Wednesday and I'm seeing Mercury opposite Pluto, the moon conjunct Pluto, the moon opposite Mercury, which is, you know, again with Pluto. And <laughs> Mars is opposing Pluto, 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 Pluto. That means get deep. That means go in and transform. That means go in, grab whatever it is that's in the way and pull it out, kicking and screaming. Okay. If you have to, if you have to. Hopefully, you've been doing your homework, if you're listening to me every week, and you are getting to the root of what the Saturn Pluto is about, and you're confronting whatever obstacles appear on your path and saying, this is for my learning, this is for my experience, and I am having a breakthrough. I'm going to have a breakthrough this week. This is the week to move energy. Move it any way you can. Be a magician. Be a healer. Heal yourself. Be a magician. Use the energy this week available to you to move that boulder out of the way and that blockage out of the way because we're all going to feel it. We're all feeling it already. Hmm. Gee, I thought I was doing well here. What happened? Boom. Move it out of the way. Use whatever tools you have. Use what your intuition is in inviting you to use. Take the invitation from your spirit guides. Take your invitation from, from your own intuition, from your gut. And really feel like you're, you are um, moving, able to move the energy. Full moon tonight. Very exciting aspects this week. And then, as if that wasn't enough, our friend Neptune goes retrograde on Friday the 21st. So Friday the 21st is at the station retrograde of Neptune. Now, planets, outer planets, go retrograde roughly for half the year. So half the population, when we're born, gets a retrograde outer planet. And they don't, they don't always retrograde at the same time. So Neptune's retrograde, it's going to be retrograde for the next six months. It'll go direct at the end of the year. But it's in Pisces, its own sign. It's going to retrograde on Friday morning, Eastern time, 1030 Eastern time. And if you are feeling that you are, you know, in need of some insight, in need of some intuition, in need of some guidance, then go seek it. However you get guidance in your life, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through uh, visiting a counselor, whether it's through, um, you know, just opening your heart, meditating, whatever. So this is a, this is a, a slowdown of Neptune. So remember, everybody's talking to Neptune. Mars spoke to Neptune last Friday, the 14th. Mercury's talking to Neptune today. The moon is talking to Neptune. Um, Jupiter's talking to Neptune. So Neptune has a lot to say, and Neptune's turning retrograde. So before it retrogrades this week, 
you know, get as much information as you can. And when we go into retrograde Neptune, it's, you know, planets retrograde are always about going within. So Neptune is the spirit world, the creative world, the musical world, the music of the spheres, the, the deep connection to spirit uh, universe. Try not to overindulge in anything that is habitual. Try not to eat too many cookies. Try not to, uh, you know, overexercise. You know, maybe you're addicted to exercise. But Neptune, Neptune shows us where we are habitually uh, maybe running away from something. And so we can't completely wrap our eyes and ears around Neptune, our brain around Neptune, um, sometimes because there's a great big fog and Neptune often delivers a great big fog. That just means we have to look harder. When I've experienced Neptune transits that are complicated or foggy, I find that my focus increases. And so you can say, oh, I can't, I, I don't know what's happening. I, I just can't tune in. You're, you just got to, you got to tune in more. You got to raise the antenna and move it around a little bit and get it to tune in to what you're supposed to be listening to because Neptune is urging us to listen clearly with all the aspects this week. And then it's going, it's going retrograde on Friday. Um, Saturn and Neptune are talking to each other. Like I said, and they're going to make that lovely sextile on Tuesday. We've got so much talking to the outer planets this week that we have to really listen to the inner core of what's happening. We have to seek out the transformation. We can't just sit there and accept whatever's happening. We have to go, go in and, like I said, take that Mars action towards Pluto. Take the Mars action. You know, it's still trining Neptune. Work, work with the energy. That's what we, it's providing us with insight. This is a big insight week. So great. If you're having insights, excellent. Write them down. Um, pay attention to them. They're correct. You know, um, listen to them. The solstice starts on Friday. This is the annual time when this, on the Northern Hemisphere where the summer begins and the sun enters Cancer, which begins the summer solstice at 11.54 a.m. on Friday. So welcome the summer solstice. Um, it is the beginning of the sign of Cancer, where it will be for a month. Every time that we enter a cardinal sign, we enter another quarter of the year. So it's either a solstice or an equinox. So the summer solstice co coincides with the sun entering the sign of cancer. So welcome the water sign. Um, that means the sun will no longer be in Gemini. And we will have Venus in Gemini. And as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, when the sun was uh, with Jupiter, now Venus is moving into that place. Next Sunday, the planet Venus will oppose Jupiter. And that's actually a very lovely aspect. And then it will square Neptune. So what the sun did last week, remember what I was talking about. The sun entered the T-square between Jupiter and Neptune. And next week, Venus is going to do that. So it should be less, um, less, you know, Venus is a little gentler. So it should be more gentler and less, you know, intense. And Venus is going to sweetly talk to these planets. Even if it's a T-square, Venus is definitely going to, have some sweeter things to say, especially um, 
since she's in Gemini and she can do a lot of talking there. So that's next Sunday, but we're going to talk about that more in the week ahead. And in the meantime, <laughs> listen to this podcast a couple of times because <laughs> there's a lot going on and catch it all. Use your energy wisely, especially through Wednesday. And then remember that Neptune retrograde on Friday, because that's, you know, what I find is interesting about Neptune retrograde is that it gets, it sort of slips by it. There are times when I go, Oh my goodness, Neptune went retrograde the other day. I didn't even know that. And it was because it just, it's Neptune is an insidious little planet and it just kind of sneaks by and does its thing. And we don't even realize it. And if you feel more sleepy, if you feel more tired, you know, it's a Neptune thing. Neptune, Neptune puts us in a different state. Neptune is really an altered state. And with all the planets affecting Neptune, we, we going to sort of an altered state through meditation, through sleep, through dreams, you are opening up the intuition and the, and the places to go and travel in your sleep so that you can go get some answers. And that's a good, also a good little assignment for the week before you go to sleep at night. You have something going on. Ask, ask the universe, ask your guides to show you in your sleep what's happening and where, where the answer lies and how to find it. And on that note, I wish you a very lovely week. And my name is Deb McBride. My podcast is right here on, on my website on, and on Spreaker for the moment. And I have a blog at my website, debmcbride.com. And you can write to me and have a session Deb at debmcbride.com. And I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram, Deb Astrology. And please go check out my YouTube channel because you'll find some good information about this Saturn Pluto and about the nodes and how they are affecting us and the moon in Capricorn, which is happening this week. Thank you for listening. Have a lovely week.